Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be riding solo here for another magnificent Saturday slate here, a split slate. We've got an early two-game slate and a late five-game slate, which will break it all down for you. I'll give you uh, plays for every single game. I'm not going to skip any of them. There's only seven of them. That's not much, so... But hey, before I jump into this, guys, go get that DFS pass. I'm just going to knock it out now. Get that DFS pass. It's $4.99 a month. It is cheap. It is ridiculously cheap. You need to stop dragging your feet in this, man. Come hang out with us. Come ask us questions. We just answered a few questions earlier today before lock for some of our DFS pass subscribers. And it's always a blast. We know what we're doing. We know how to get you value at the end there. And we're going to do it for you. So just go ahead, sign up. Do it today. Do it before you go to bed tonight. I don't know. Do it sometime. Just do it uh, at sportsethos.com. Okay, early two games late, though. We do have, uh, obviously, two games here. Uh, can't really fade anything here, but we do have some injury news we got to stay on top of. Paul George is questionable with a knee injury, so that's a big one, obviously. Ivica Zubac uh, out with a knee injury. He's already been ruled out, so that's important there. Reggie Jackson questionable with an Achilles injury. And Kennard is also questionable with a calf injury. So quite a bit of Clippers news we got to stay on top of. Uh, for the Heat, Bam Adebayo, uh, questionable with an ankle injury. Lowry is questionable with a knee injury, Kyle Lowry. And Caleb Martin is also questionable. For the Washington Wizards, we've got Bradley Beal, questionable with a hamstring injury. And for the Spurs, we have some interesting news here. Pirtle. Uh, I wish he was still out because I, I always suck at pronouncing his name. But uh, Jakob Pertl is probable. He's probably going to be play, coming back and playing finally after a long absence here. Uh, Zach Collins is also probable. So you, bye-bye, Charles Bassey. You are no longer in. Josh Richardson is out. And Romeo Langford is questionable with an ankle injury. We have the Spurs against Miami. And right now we've got a 7.5-point spread in favor of the Miami Heat. Makes sense. Seems reasonable. I think it is going to be a bit of a close game, though. A little bit of a, um, you know, back and forth. I think there's a a, a possibility that the Spurs uh, hang in this one. But the Spurs are a pretty bad team. So, But I do have some interest in here in this game. Obviously, it's a two-game slate. I have to. I don't have a lot of interest. I've got a few plays on here, though. I've got Jimmy Butler at 9,300. Just seems like an obvious choice at your spend-up spot there. I don't think there's any way in ever that he's not going to hit value for you in this game against a very weak uh, defensive team in the San Antonio Spurs. So go ahead and load him up in your lineups. I think he's a bit safe. I like Bam Adebayo if he plays at 8,600, too. If he does play that, that rains on my Jimmy Parade a little bit. But yeah, I think you can stack both those guys. I think it's fine. I don't think it's going to be a particularly high-scoring game, though, so I probably wouldn't. That's a lot of salary there, 9,300 and uh, drop on a game that might end up being, you know, 99 to 101 or something like that. So be wary of that. But I do like, uh, on the other side of the ball, on the Spurs, I like some Keldon Johnson at 7,900 just because why Why won't I? I mean, he's, he does everything on offense for the Spurs. So if he's getting that, those volumes of shots and that uh, usage, under 8,000, yeah, sign me up, even if it's against the, Spurs, uh, against the uh, Heat. That's fine. Don't mind. Uh, I also like Romeo Langford at 3,800 if he plays. Only if he plays, obviously. No, no Josh Richardson in this one. Should see uh, 20 to 25 minutes, probably close to 25 minutes here. 
3,800, he can you know, get you 22, 23 uh, DK points, which is going to be enough to get you what you need. Moving on, though, uh, to this Washington Wizards and Clippers game, we currently have a seven-point spread in favor of the Clippers, and that also makes sense. We also have uh, some injury news, uh, obviously, with Paul George thing, so we got some guys here we can play on the Clippers' side without Paul George in the lineup. There's a lot of usage to be uh, divvied up among the rest of the guys. On the Wizards' side first, though, I do have some interesting Kyle Kuzma, 8,900. I think he's a... Decent pick. I think you have to spin up on somebody. So, you know, Kuzma and uh, Butler or Bam Adebayo will probably be the two guys I would. Although, and I'll probably fill it out with a bunch of, you know, five, six, seven thousand uh, range guys. Uh, will Barton at 5,400. If Beal is out, I, he seems to remember how to play basketball again recently. And so I am on the Will Barton bandwagon again. Uh, guy's got a huge ceiling. And he has a very low floor. He is a very high-risk, high high-reward high type player. So I would be wary of that. But 5400 uh, seems like a decent price for him. Kawhi seems like a lock to me without Paul George, 7400 I think a lot of people are going to have him in their lineups. And I think it's going to be silly to try to fade him because he's looked a lot better in the last couple of games, uh, finally getting back from that uh, injury. Marcus Moore, senior at 5800 No Paul George. I think he's going to get a few extra minutes, a few extra touches. Is he going to produce 6x value? Probably not. 5x, we're hoping. Uh, 5x would be about a little under 30, like 28 DK points. So, yeah, I think he could hit that pretty easily. Uh, Nicholas Batum, 4,700. I think this is a guy that's going to have low ownership, not going to be slept on a little bit. I do like me some Nick Batum at 4,700. He is a talented basketball player. He is able to put up threes and steals in bunches. So, a bit of a high-risk, high-reward type play there. Eh, not bit. It is a it is a high risk high reward type play, but at forty seven hundred the risk makes sense. Uh, Kennard, Luke Kennard, thirty nine hundred. If he plays, he is questionable, obviously. But if uh, he plays at thirty nine hundred, there's no uh, Reggie Jackson. I don't believe, or is he questionable? I can't remember now. Oh, let me look. Oh, he's questionable. So if Reggie Jackson's out, Kennard's in. Yeah, I think Kennard at thirty nine hundred makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, Washington Wizards again, point guards. You know they don't really have a starting point guard. I mean they they have some that are. Serviceable. The Wizards are just not good. They're just not good. They're also kind of boring. You know, the pace is slow, so I don't don't typically play these games. But on two games slate, you have to. Uh, Moses Brown at thirty seven hundred. Noah Vikazubach, and if they want to play big against, uh, you know, maybe the Wizards play Gafford. Uh, maybe they're having trouble containing Kristaps Porzingis. Then Moses Brown's going to get some run at 3,700. Makes a whole lot of sense. And I still, still like Robert Covington at 3,600. I consider this, so you're not going to play both these guys, Moses Brown and Robert Covington, because one or the other is going to go off. Moses Brown was the guy, obviously, in the last game. It was a little bit matchup dependent, but both of them played about the same amount of minutes. I think here's, here's my breakdown here Moses is a safer option, in my opinion. Um. Robert Covington is more of a GPP, more of an upside type play. If Robert Covington can get a shot to drop, he's going to probably uh, outscore Moses Brown, I would guess. But hey, that's it. Uh, that is going to do it for these two-game slate. So let us talk about the uh, later five-game slate. Got some injury news we want to stay on top of there as well. Uh, we want to stay on top of 
just refreshing my page here for my for my spreads and everything. Uh, we want to stay on top of DeAndre Eaton, who is out with an angle entry. That is uh, relatively new. So got to remember that. Campaign is also out with a foot injury. So that's interesting news. Uh, Chris Middleton is going to be out with that knee injury. Going to, guess, uh, just kind of taking a, uh, what do they call it, uh, uh, rest day, uh, injury management day, load management, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Middleton's out. Sexton, Colin Sexton is still out with that hamstring injury. Going to be out for a minute. Um, so we got some interest there. Lou Dort is questionable. He left the, the game tonight when I'm recording with a hand injury. So we got to keep on top of that, see if he's going to play or not. Uh, interesting ones here at the end here. Jeremiah Robinson Earl is out with an ankle injury still. But the other thing is uh, Basley, Darius Basley, is going to be questionable with an illness. He didn't play tonight. He was one of my top plays uh, on Twitter, and, of course, he doesn't play. So uh, Ramiz was calling him out as, as a good play. I thought he was after I looked at it a little bit or more, but unfortunately did not play. He might not play in this one either. So. Maxi Kleba is also out with a hamstring injury. Going to miss some time, some serious time with that one. So that's a bummer for the uh, Mavericks. Okay, so Utah versus Milwaukee. We've got a, and these are in no particular order, honestly, just wherever I put them. Uh, we've got a 230.5 uh, point total and a five-point spread in the favor of the Bucks. So that's interesting. Uh You'd think it'd be a little higher there. Uh, I don't know. Utah keeps things close, I guess. But anyways, uh, I do have interest in Giannis at a, as a uh, as a spend up here. Giannis at twelve three. It's quite a bit of change. I don't think I'm gonna have him in my lineups necessarily, but I think he can. Uh, Drew Holiday is a lock to me. 8,300 against this Utah Jazz team. Uh, going to lock down guys like Jordan Clarkson. Going to lock down, uh, you know, playing against Mike Conley. Conley's kind of a veteran, so he probably won't uh, be – well, they're both veterans, Jordan Clarkson and Conley. But, uh, I'm, you know, either way, I think Utah, I think uh, Drew Holiday has a chance to put up steals, has a chance to put up threes, has a chance to get some offensive rebounds against this weak Utah interior. So 8,300 seems like a smash spot to me for Drew Holiday. Uh, Bobby Porter's, I've got some interest in him at 6,200. And we'll see. I mean, he's kind of up and down. We'll, uh, you know, obviously the, the the Bucks are at full health here. But if you're scripting this as a blowout, Bobby P makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, Walker Kessler on the other side of the ball, 5,000. His price keeps coming up. It's going to keep going up. And I'm not shying away just yet. 5,000, all he has to hit is 30 for 6x value, and that seems like almost a lock to me, as long as he's getting 25-ish minutes. So, yeah, get Walker Kessler in your lineups, in my opinion. Uh, I'm actually taking a look at this lineup I made earlier, and I actually don't have him in here right now, so that's interesting. Uh, but I think you should get him in there at 5,000. Uh, again, pretty much a lock to get 30 DK points, unless he gets foul trouble or something crazy. Bucks are a tough matchup, so not super duper excited about Walker Kessler, but I still think he's a safe safe choice here. Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker at forty five hundred also just been killing it. Uh, had a bit of a down game in the last one, but uh, you know again, there's no uh, going to be no uh, Colin Sexton to battle for those minutes. Should have relatively safe minutes at forty five hundred. Should have a Decent floor and a high ceiling. Uh, moving on. Memphis Grizzlies versus OKC Thunder. 
This is a 230.5 uh, game total also. It's a seven-point spread in favor of the Grizzlies. And uh, that makes sense. Uh, you know, I think the Grizzlies do have a good chance of winning this game. Uh, I like Shea Gilgis Alexander at 9900 Don't know if I'm going to get him in a lot of lineups. It's a little expensive. But I do like that price point there. I think it's uh, as long as he's under 10K, it's decent. Uh, Pokushevsky at 3900 I love this play. I think it's a very high a high reward type play. And as long as we're sure he's going to get minutes, I think it's uh, actually a decent floor too. So I think there's really no risk involved here, especially at this price point. It's just too low. Uh, but we've got no Jeremiah Robinson Earl. And we've got no... Uh, What's his face? <laughs> kind of what's his face? Basley, perhaps. We had to keep our eye on Basley's uh, availability, obviously. If Basley's out, then you know I love it a whole lot. Basley's in, eh, temper my expectations here. Maybe I go Basley instead. On the other side of the ball, I do have a lot of interest in Jaron Jackson Jr. at 6900 that is uh, quite a low price point for a guy that's a center going against a team that is very bad against centers. Well, Jaron Jackson's more of a power forward, I guess, but very high upside in that play there, I think. And here's an interesting name for you guys. Probably not a lot of people are going to have him on their rosters, but Zaire Williams at 3,300. Looking at guys in that, you know, 33,000 to 3,500 range. And Zaire uh, definitely jumps out to me. Been getting minutes in the 20s recently, coming back from that injury still. Very talented young basketball player. Going to be a nice addition for that Memphis Grizzlies team. I think it's time to jump on that bad wagon early before people start catching on. So 3,300 for Zaire Williams. I'm going to roster him in my GPP just because I don't think he's going to have high ownership. Uh, moving on, Pelicans and Suns. Uh, we've got a 229 game total. A little lower, but pretty much same ballpark. And a three and a half point spread in favor of the Suns. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, this is an yeah. I mean, this is going to be an interesting one because of the whole uh, Zion Williamson dunk after the game was decided thing. But uh, you got Devin Booker at ninety one hundred. I think that's a smash ball for him. I think it's a good good play. I think uh, Devin Booker's been pedestrian to say the least since he's dealt with a little bit of an injury, but. I think he's going to turn this around at some point. I think he's the kind of guy that gets uh, all up in his feelings about games, and this is a good game to get all up in your feelings about after being embarrassed, I guess. Not really embarrassed. I mean, it was a close game, but disrespected by the Pelicans. So Devin Booker at 9,100 seems like a good play. Uh, but my favorite play probably on the uh, Phoenix Sun side here is Josh Okoki, 4,100. Been getting minutes. Without DeAndre Ayton in there, they've been playing him. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. He's been getting mids in the mid-20s and producing value, uh, you know, 25-ish to 28-ish points, right? And so that you're getting that at 4,100. You're not going to find anyone else at that price range on this short slate here that's going to give that to you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Jacques Landale. Landale. Uh, Clipper, The you know, this is... A lot of people are going to go to him. 3900 I believe, his, his salary is. A lot of people are probably going to go to him after that big game. Bismack Biambo was in foul trouble, first off. Second off, they were playing the Clippers, who had no center. Clippers are notoriously 
thin at center. If Zubac is out, they go small. So Londale was able to grab rebounds at will. He was able to finish at the basket. Not really contested. It's just uh, I don't – I'm going the other way. I'm going Bismarck Biambo. I'm locking him in. 3,800 is 100 cheaper. I think these guys are going to split minutes. I think either of them's fine play, honestly. Don't think either of them has a particularly high ceiling. But I just feel like uh, it's going to swing the other way. And I know there's no DeAndre Eaton. Uh, so, you know, both these guys can play. I know there's on the other side of the ball, you've got uh, Jonas Valanciunas, is what I meant to say. I think that's Zach Williamson. So it's a tough matchup for both of them, but they're going to get the minutes, and they're the cheapest guys on the slate at the center position. So I like Bismarck Miambo. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. at 4,700. Let's go ahead and throw him in there on the Pelican side. He's the only play I have on the Pelican side. He's been absolutely crushing it. And I don't see it uh, being any different in this game. As long as it's a close game, he puts up pretty good value here. He's put up, what, 40-something DK points in a couple of games recently. So that's just insane. Big ceiling there. Moving on to the Portland and Houston game. In the Portland-Houston game, we have uh, a 226.5 point total and a three-and-a-half point spread in favor of the Trailblazers. Um, so, yeah, uh, decent. Uh, I think that's that's good, spot on. I think the Trailblazers win this pretty pretty easily. Uh, so I've got I've got some interest, obviously, in the Trailblazers side of the ball. I've got interest in both sides of the ball, actually. Got two guys on each side of the ball. I've got Dame. Dame Dalla, 10-3. If I can fit him in my lineups, I will. And he's the cheapest guy of all those spend-ups I've been I have on my list here. I'm gonna have to cut some of them out. Uh, if I have to keep one so far that I've mentioned, it's gonna be Dame Dalla. Damian Lillard, 10-3 in this vanilla matchup against Houston, for sure. For sure. I think a lot of people will own him too. Uh, he's going to have probably high ownership, but still, it's a very safe floor. That's what we're looking for when we spend up like that. Um, Anthony Simons, 7,500. I think he's an excellent – I would. I don't know if I would stack – I don't think I would stack these guys. If you don't go Dame, I think you go Anthony. I think that's how I would do it. One, one or the other the guy is going to go off. That's my opinion. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I've got interest in Kevin Porter Jr. at 7,100 just because of the pace of this game. I think it's going to be a very fast-paced game. Uh, I've got interest also, as always, in Eric Gordon at 4,000. Just a steady guy. Keeps producing. Safe floor, in my opinion. And safe-ish. He could have those games where he just doesn't play. But 4,000 seems decent to me. Again, a, a nice game for him. It's going to be a high-paced game, a high-scoring game. So I like it. Moving on to Dallas and Cleveland, not a whole ton of interest in this game, but I do have some interest here. And we've got a uh, 213 game total there and a four-point spread in favor of the Cavaliers, which hmm, is interesting. I think I might actually take the Mavs there. Cleveland's very good, but hmm, still Luka. Luka still exists. Anyways, uh, I don't have interest. I mean, I do have interest in Luca. I've always got interest in Luca, but he's not on my list right now. I've cut him out since I have Giannis there. Um, 
So I would go Giannis over Luca if you're trying to spend up on somebody. But I do have interest in Tim Hardaway Jr. at 4,900. It's another guy that's very hit or miss. Can obviously have a very low floor. But I think if you play him, he's got that low ownership. If he goes off for, you know, 30 to 35 DK points, you're going to be beating the field probably. As long as you make the other right choices. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith at 3,700 really intrigues me. A guy under 4K. If you want to fit that other value in, Dallas is going to need some three-point shooting. They've got no Maxi Kleba in there now. Maybe DFS plays a little bit of a center for them. Or just a few more minutes. That's all we really need. Don't think I'll play center for them. I don't think it's going to happen. But maybe he gets a few more minutes. Maybe he gets a few more three-point shots. Maybe he hits a few more three-point shots. I like DFS at 3,700. Moving on, though, if you guys aren't on Thrive Fantasy, get on Thrive Fantasy, thrivefantasy.com. They have these player props. You play the player props. You pick 5 of 10 or 10 of 20, and you win a share of the nightly prize money if you get the most points. So I have a few plays here that I do like. Oh, use uh, promo code Ethos, by the way, for a deposit match bonus up to 250 bucks. I do have a few plays here I'd really like. Here I got Dame, Dalla, Dame, and Lillard. Over 10.5 rebounds and assists against Houston. 85 points for that one. No brainer. Seems like a lock to me. Portland's not really in a position to rest guys or take it easy. So I think they go as hard as they usually go. And that means Dame will have six, seven assists. And he'll have four or five rebounds. He better have seven and four, I guess. Or six and five. <laughs> but either way, I think it's going to happen. I think it's a good chance. Uh, 85 points uh, seems like a lock to me. Uh, going to be a high-paced game, so he'll be uh, get a little bit of inflation there as well. Uh, Anthony Simons, over 27.5 points and assists at 100 points. I think you can you can stack both of these plays. That's that's just fine, uh, especially because one's rebounds and assists, the other one's points and assists. I got this feeling about Anthony Simons, man. I think this is a good game for him. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., over 20.5 points and rebounds. That's 95 points. I just told you, you know, weak uh, interior over there in OKC. Going to give up some offensive rebounds. Going to have some mental lapses on defense to give, out, uh, give him a wide-open three. He's going to have some blocks on guys like Pokushevsky, Jalen Williams, some young guys that just don't make the best decisions sometimes. Uh, obviously, we don't need blocks there, but we need points and rebounds, and I think that's I think there's a decent chance he hits that. Uh, Devin Booker is my last play here. Over 37.5 points, rebounds, and assists. That's 100 points against the New Orleans Pelicans. Again, I just think it's time for Devin Booker to have his bounce back, and he's going to do it here against the Pels. But that's going to do it for me, guys. That is it. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at BSBPKeith. And... Wherever you're listening to the show, please go ahead and give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. Hit the thumbs up. Come follow us on this journey of DFS love and winning. But until next time, guys, go get that money. <laughs>